evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the December 20th, 2015 edition of The Court Report on the Nakam Siegel Network, the premier place to get all your sports news and information regarding the Yeshiva League. The Court Report comes to you every Sunday night at 7 p.m., as well as an encore presentation on Tuesday night at 7 p.m. right here on the Nakam Siegel Network. Every week we'll take a look back and a look ahead at all things Yeshiva League. Had a game this week? Let us know. You can friend me on Facebook. Send me a message. My name is Elliot Weiselberg, W-E-I-S-E-L-B-E-R-G, or like the Court Report fan page. You can also follow me and tweet me on Twitter. My name is Y-L-S Wiseguy. That's Y-L-S-W-E-I-S-G-U-Y. Because if I don't know about it, we can't talk about it. Thank you once again to our amazing sponsor, Crown Trophy of Brooklyn. Crown Trophy of Brooklyn has been servicing the Yeshiva League for over a decade. And if you've won a championship within that time, you've already benefited from their amazing handiwork and craftsmanship. Please give the entire gang a call at 718-769-4111 for all of your trophy and plaque needs. Again, I'm your host, Elliot Weiselberg, coach, official, analyst, but most of all, like you, I am a huge Yeshiva League fan, and I am humbled and privileged to be able to share the amazing efforts and accomplishments of these kids with you each and every week. If you have a smartphone and haven't downloaded the NSN app already, please do so. You'll have access to all of our episodes of The Court Report, plus you'll be able to send in comments for each show. Please keep the comments nice. Much like the show is not about me criticizing, degrading, or disrespecting players or coaches, please be courteous enough to do the same. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another edition of The Court Report, a fantastic week of sports to get through. But before we do an administrative note, next week there will be no new episode of The Court Report. We'll return in two weeks, and as such, we'll spend today's show combining the next two weeks leading into the first week of 2016. When we come back, we will discuss the modified schedule that we will take over winter break, and then we'll also let you know about the shifting of our episodes for the playoffs around the beginning of February. But a ton of action on the week and a lot to pack into an hour. Uh, so let's dive right in. We're going to start off our show this week with varsity basketball. And uh, we're going to start off with some major news that happened this week. DRS, Mag, and Dave. We're going to start out with this game because of the major news. Uh, despite the Wildcat win, a 60-32 to win over Mag and David, DRS suffered a major loss with an injury to big man Judah Levine, uh, a broken ankle that will keep him sidelined for an undetermined period of time. On the more important side of things, we here at the Court Report wish him a speedy refua. The impact, though, of his absence could be striking, as the Wildcats have made it a focus of their season to run the table on a perfect season. Uh, how would the Wildcats react without their main big man? We'd see it in their next game later that week against Hank, uh, in a game where Akiva Ackerman and Gabe Leifer split duties at the middle spot. DRS was able to control the play and keep out of trouble as they defeated the Hurricanes by 1952-33. Gabriel Leifer continued to dominate against a fairly undersized forward squad for Hank, scoring 26 points in a win to keep the Wildcats at 11-0. Hank falls to 6-4 with this loss, keeping them in a cluster of teams with 6-7 and seven wins. Also in that group is Rambam, who defeated North Shore 41-28 for their 7th win. 
also in the East, uh, YDE and Shari played, not in that pack either of these two. The two Brooklyn schools squared off with YDE keeping Shari without a win, 50-42. to YDE now puts distance between themselves and the three schools at the bottom of the division, Shari, Mag and David, and North Shore, as the race for the sixth seed seems to be closing out very quickly. Mag and David, though, will look to close the gap as they have two games in hand and also defeated North Shore last night for their second win. But, for the Stars, the week wasn't a total downer. Cross-rival game, uh, North Shore and SAR played. North Shore defeating SAR 33-30, to a stunner in this one. Although, one probably we should have expected something like this. Uh, last year, it was surging North Shore who went into SAR and were upended by the struggling Sting. This year, it's the Sting heading to Great Neck, where the formerly winless Stars finally get a notch in the positive ledger, defeating the Sting by three. Going out west, Ramaz would play three games on the week. First game they would play would be against Hillel, uh, losing 81-49. to uh, They would get drilled in their first game uh, last Sunday night. Robert Tobias scoring 22 points for the Heat. Isaac Beta dropping 18 in the contributing effort for Hillel. Noah Greenwald led Ramaz with 18. Ramaz looked to rebound Tuesday night against Kushner and were successful, dropping the Cobras 60-53. to The loss puts Kushner at two and ten and i'll pretty much have them play out the string once the new year rolls around uh the rams would look to keep the momentum rolling last night with an intra nyc battle against mta uh MTA led by nine at the half, but a 25-point second half by Ramaz, including nine by Ben Rabinowitz in the fourth to tie up the game at 41 and send the game to overtime. Sam Reich, Yoni Benninger, and Johnny Pavman combined to outscore the Lions 9-1 to in the extra session for their third win of the season, 50-42. to the loss drops NTA to 3-5 and five and are now in a three-way tie with Ramaz and TABC for the final playoff spot. Ramaz is still behind the eight ball, though, as the other teams, MTA and TABC, have three more games in hand on the Rams. Pavman scored 16 on the night to lead Ramaz. Benjamin Buckbinder led the Lions and the game with 20 in the loss. Heschel, undefeated, would take two more on the week in order to stay undefeated. First, uh, defeating Hillel, 75-61. to Hillel losing despite a combined 41 points from Robert Tobias and uh, Beta due to a big game by Elon Orgel and Ben Brandeis leading Heschel with 17 apiece. Two of four players in double figures on the night, with Aaron Brandeis and Sam Schwartzman joining the double-digit party. Also on the week, Heschel dropped TABC 55-49 to in overtime, Jeremy Spira leading the Heat with 16. TABC would look to bounce back in round one of the Route 4 rivalry this past Tuesday night. I want to apologize to those of you that listened to the Tuesday morning sports update on JM in the AM. Uh, mistakenly mentioned that that game would be tonight. I'm completely sorry about that. I was so focused on the Frisch DRS game that was going on today that I completely lost focus and mentioned the TABC game instead. So for those that were looking to go to that game and missed it because 
because of the sports report. I apologize. Uh, I hope that uh, the the announcement the next day sort of made up for it. But if not, here is a little more about the game so you can get a feeling of what happened. TABC opened up strong with Aaron Heidemann scoring the first six points for the Storm, who would jump out to an early 13-7 lead at the end of one quarter of play. Sean Naore adding five, and Mo Proctor dropping a bucket for TABC in the stanza as well. Isaac Weinstock and Andrew Langer hit twos, and Noah Schechter would add a three for Frisch. In the second, Frisch would fight back to tie the game at 17, but the Storm would rally with threes by Proctor, uh, Gavi uh, Smith, and a steal lay-in by Ty Gersberg to take a seven-point lead into the half at 26-19. Take it back to last year, though, in Frisch. TABC jumping out to an early eight-point lead, only to see it slowly ebb away in the second half to the Cougars, who would eventually go on to win by five. Mind you, though, TABC led by, I believe it was 12 at the half, so a little different, uh, a little different in terms of the score. But funny how deja vu works, right? Proctor would stretch the lead to eight a minute and a half into the second half. From that point on, though, TABC's offense sputtered out, and Frisch's long-range shooting finally kicked in. Jordan Kleinhaus hit a three to make it 28-23, and then Josh Duke caught fire. The junior hit three of his first four three attempts, including one to open up the fourth that would put Frisch on top 32-30. to Kleinhaus would add another to make it a five-point game. Uh, TABC would attempt to make a comeback with four points in the last three minutes, including a Gersberg drive with 23 seconds left to cut it to one, and the Storm would take the final possession, but could not get a shot off at the buzzer, dropping their fifth game on the season, this one 35-34. TABC now 3-5 and five and clawing to keep possession of the sixth place in the West. A far cry from where this team a near semifinal team two years ago in JV was expected to be. Uh, Frisch would take win number five, but would not be done, as they defeated SAR also 53-44. to So this thing come up empty this week. With the loss to North Shore and Frisch, they dropped to 4-4. Four and four. Frisch is at 6-2 and two and is now a win behind JEC for the race for second place in the West. And a big game ahead of them today against DRS should be just reaching, I think, the end of the first quarter mark very shortly. Uh, a key game for both teams as the Wildcats look to keep their undefeated season going. A win over Frisch would be major for DRS, especially without having Levine available. Frisch, though, will take any opportunity to gain a game that will keep them in the fight with Heschel down the second half stretch for the division crown. A third loss, and Frisch might just have to settle for fighting for the second buy spot. Also on the slate today, MTA and Heschel doing battle. So mind you, any standings or updates that we do will not include these two games. Speaking of standings, let's head to the divisional standings for the Varsity Basketball League. Starting out in the East, DRS still on top at 11-0 undefeated. Uh, they've clinched a playoff berth and a first-round bye. Next up, Hafter at 7-2, Rombaum at 7-4, Two teams with six wins now. Flatbush at six and three. Hank at six and four. YDE behind them at four and six. Mag and David, North Shore and Shari Torah rounding out the division. Mag and David at two and six. North Shore at one and eleven. And Shari Torah at zero oh and nine. Um, in terms of the playoffs there, 
A couple of teams could clinch playoff uh, berths this week. It'll depend, uh, for the most part, for several of them, on the YDE game uh, against Flatbush this week. Out west, Heschel uh, at 8-0 and can clinch with a win or TABC loss on the coming week. JEC right behind them at 7-2. and Frisch at 6-2. and Hillel at 5-4. and SAR at 4 and 4, MTA at, and TABC behind them at 3 and 5, Ramaz at 3 and 8, and Kushner at 2 and 10. Kushner would be eliminated with a loss or TABC win this coming week. Speaking of the games this coming week, we already told you about the games today. Uh, I'm going to give you again the uh, the games for the next two weeks because of uh, our uh, our off week next week. Starting off with Tomorrow night, Monday the 21st, triple header action. Hafter and Shari Torah will do battle. SAR and TABC will square off. Two years ago, the thrilling quarterfinal battle. Now a game between two teams looking to get on the right side of the 500 mark. Also, Ramaz and Heschel, two teams on the opposite ends of the standing board. Heschel at 8-0, Ramaz at 3-8. and Wednesday night, we'll see Hillel and JEC do battle. Uh, should be an excellent game with two teams so close together in the standings, both having played solid contests against each other two years ago in JV. Also, YDE and Flatbush. Again, Flatbush looking to clinch a playoff berth with the win. Also, teams with YDE game uh, playoff game implications. Hafter can clinch with a YDE loss. Uh, Flatbush can clinch with a win to YDE. And Hank can clinch with a win this week and either a Mag and David or YDE loss. So those those uh, four those three teams uh, looking at this game and uh, watching it very, very closely. Saturday night, we'll see MTA and JEC do battle. Next Sunday, we'll have Frisch and Hillel, another matchup of teams in the race for the final slot in the, for the final buy slot, sorry, in the Western Conference. Uh, next Monday, we'll see Flappish and JEC. Avi Bornstein, who you heard last week on this show, will travel back to Brooklyn to face his former team, Flatbush. Tuesday, we'll have Rambam and YDE, uh, with a win over YDE for Rambam, and a Mag and David loss to Shari, uh, to Shari against Mag and David. That'll also take place that night. Or Flatbush later on in the week. Uh, Rambam will clinch a playoff berth. Wednesday night, we'll have Hafter and Hank doing battle. Hank will look to rebound from the DRS loss last week, but he'll need to do so against Hafter, now with new life uh, in the wake of a potentially shorthanded DRS squad. And next Saturday, not this Saturday, but the one coming thereafter, will be Hank and YDE and Flappish, Mag and David, a rematch of the Brooklyn rivalry that Flappish won the first round on 55-39. to Taking a look at the Jewish Hoops America Top 25 for the week, DRS still on top, 17-0 overall, uh, 10 first place votes, again, very deserving of it, Heschel right behind them with uh, with second place, Eula in third, Hafter still in fourth, Shalhevet staying in fifth, a little bit of jostling around in the middle uh, to later part of the Top 10 pack, uh, Jewish Day School from Maryland moving from 8th to 6th. Boca staying at 7, Yeshiva High School, formerly Weinbaum. Rajji drops from 6th to 8th. Frisch stays at 9th. TABC stays at 10th in a tie with JEC, who moves up from their 11th spot last week. Uh, Flatbush 
drops, uh, sorry, Flatbush gains from 15 to 14. SAR drops from 12 to 15. I'm guessing that's because of the loss to North Shore. Hanks stays at 16th. Hillel stay, uh, sorry, Hillel drops back to 22. MTA drops back 1 to 25. Rombaum, the only other vote getter of the pack. Let's move on to JV basketball now, and before we do, uh, there's still time if you want to leave now to get to the final matchup of the 2015 Emuna Rubenstein Invitational Basketball Tournament that we talked about last week. Right now, Frisch and SAR are playing in the finals, and just a, a showing of how fickle the uh, the scoring system that we showed you last week is uh, Flatbush winning both of their games just finished up playing in the third place game uh, on uh, in the third place game in the tournament. So it just goes to show you how interesting the tournament really was. I got a chance to take in some of their game with the Israeli team that came. Uh, it was a really interesting battle, and I, I I think that the the system that's worked out for that really does lend itself to having some very competitive, very interesting games. So if you can get a chance to go out and do that now. Uh, I'd understand. You come back Tuesday night, you listen to the rest of the show instead. But uh, if not, you want to stick here. Hopefully next uh, next time we're back on, uh, after New Year, we can have a little bit of an update about the 2015 Inmuna Rubenstein tournament. And getting back to getting back to Yeshiva League play, starting out in the East though, two games this week, all teams with three wins or less. Mag and David defeated Ezra, eighty-four to thirty-seven, and YDE defeated Shari Torah, forty-nine to thirty-seven. Mag and David improves their record to four and one, with two games on the coming week to even them out with the rest of the pack, and faces North Shore today. In addition, YDE at three and three is now deadlocked with Flatbush at the five hundred mark, as the two currently occupy the final playoff spot in the East. The two, YDE and Flatbush, will break the deadlock this coming Wednesday night in YDE. Finally, in the East, Hafter and Derek did battle at the top of the divisional standings. Both of these teams came into the week with five wins, and Hafter would come out as the victor in that one, 68-58. So Hafter improving to 6-1, and one, taking a one-game lead on Derek technically a two-game lead, especially where only one game uh, you face each team only once. So if you lose to that team, you pretty much have to get one more win than them in, in, uh, in order to uh, jump ahead of them. So now Hafter at 6-1, and one, Derek Hattori dropping to 5-2, and two, Hafter having the beeline for the second bye in the Eastern Conference. Moving out to the West... Hillel dropping, uh, sorry, Ramaz dropping Hillel 54 to 39. Ramaz rode an 18 to 5 second quarter to the win. Aaron Shapiro led Ramaz with 15 in the win. Joe Batesh paced Hillel with 12 in the loss. Also, MTA defeating Ramaz 52 to 49. A tight one point game at the half. MTA seemed to have taken over control with a 10 point lead after three, having outscored Ramaz 16 to 7 in the third. But Ramaz hit fire in the fourth, scoring 21. Unfortunately for them, they could not hold MTA off the board enough to complete the comeback, with the Lions earning the three point win 52 to 49. Eitan Pfeiffer led MTA with 13 points, while the game high went to Ramaz's Emmanuel Dicker, who scored 14. The split puts Ramaz at 5-3, and three, in the middle of a four-pack of teams with three losses, tying them with JEC, a team that they beat earlier in the season. 
Also on the week, TABC defeated Heschel 51 to 32. TABC is now at 6 and 2 and in the driver's seat for a first round home game and possibly a bit more if Frisch drops a game or two. Today, a couple of games, Westchester and Maor play off. Uh, Maor, after the surprising win over MTA last week, looks to capitalize and move closer to the 500 mark. Westchester still looking for their first win of the season. Going to the standings now in JV basketball. In the Eastern Conference, DRS sits atop the division at 7-0. and Hafter, again, by the virtue of their win over Derkatora, puts them at 6-1 and one and can clinch a playoff berth with a win or YDE loss this week. Again, DRS at the top has already clinched. Derkatora, following behind them at 5-2, and two, can clinch with a win and a YDE loss. Behind them, two teams with four wins, Mag and David at 4-1, and one, Hank at 4-2. and two. Then a whole slew of three-team, uh, three-win teams, Flatbush, YDE, and North Shore. Flatbush and YDE both at 3-3, three and three. North Shore at 3-5. and five. Ramba behind them at 2-6, and six. and Sharitora and Ezra both currently at 0-7. Moving out to the west, two undefeated teams at the top of the pack, Frisch and SAR both at 6-0. and oh. Joined in wins by TABC with six wins, but TABC's two losses put it a uh, little deeper behind uh, Frisch and SAR. And with only four games to go for each uh, for each Frisch and SAR, asking them to get a little more than two losses is going to be a big task. Uh, JEC and Ramaz following up at five and three. Behind them, Heschel and MTA tied at three and three. Maor at 2-4 and four behind them, Kushner at 2-6, and six, and Hillel and Westchester, both rounding out the division at 0-7. Looking at the schedule for the next two weeks, we told you about Westchester and Maor facing off today. Uh, Monday night, three games, Heschel and Ramaz square off in Ramaz, two of the four three-win teams doing battle out west. Monday also has Hafter and Shari Torah playing, and Derechatora Rambam. Derechatora looking to solidify a playoff berth with a win, and as I said, a loss by YDE to Flatbush, who play on Wednesday night. Uh, like I said, uh, both of those teams at 3-3 three and three looking to take advantage in the race for a playoff spot. Next Sunday, we'll see Frisch and Hillel doing battle, two teams on the opposite ends of the spectrum. Frisch undefeated, Hillel winless, and will both streak snap or continue? Next Monday night has Ezra and Shari Torah, so one team will look to get their first win, assuming Shari Torah doesn't uh, pull off a great win against Hafter earlier on in the two-week stretch. Tuesday night, next Tuesday night, we'll see DRS and YDE. Again, DRS looking to continue their perfect season. And uh, Tuesday night, we'll also have Mag and David and Derek Hatora. Again, a YDH win over Rambam and Mag and David would all but assure them of a first-round home game, but we'll need some help to jump over Hafter now. If Rambam goes 2-0 and and Hafter loses to either opponent over the next two weeks, they'll both be tied at 7-2, and with YDH needing a win and a Hafter loss to take a bye. Uh, both teams uh, sorry, both teams have a, a uh, an interesting last game that won't exactly uh, won't exactly lend themselves to getting that done very easily. Derek Hattora rounds out their season against Flatbush, while uh, Hafter will finish off their season against Mag and David. Hafter next Wednesday will also take on Hank, while Maor will take on JEC. And next Saturday night, again, that being Saturday night the 2nd, 
Hank will host YDE, while Flatbush and Mag and David will uh, will square off. Uh, this week, this week, uh, this coming two weeks, will either uh, solidify Mag and David as a contender, or they'll drop them into a tie with Flatbush if they go 0-2, and, and then uh, they'll be in a battle for one of the last spots in the East. Moving on to girls basketball now, we're going to start out in the. Uh, we're actually going to start out in the girls B League because uh, there are only four games on the slot. And we'll move over to girls JV and finish off with the girls varsity A. Girls B actually only had four games, as I said, on the week. Uh, Shalamis and SKA uh, squaring off in their home and home uh, with uh, two of those games. First game, SKA defeated Shalamis 38 to 25. Second game was last night. We have no score for that as of yet. Other game on the week, Elon also defeated Shalamis 46 to 25. So Shalamis going 0 and 2 on the week, and shall have it dropping Mag and David 54 to 38. Taking a look at the standings in girls B, shall have it at 5 and 1 technically leading the division, but SKA at 4-0, and undefeated. So you can go back and forth as to who really should be leading that division, SKA having no losses, but uh, Shalhevet still having more wins. Bruria at 4-1, and right behind them. Ilan at 3-3, three and three. Megan, David, and Shalamis rounding out the pack at 0-5 and, and 0-6. And so uh, really off the bat, it doesn't look like there is going to be much in the way of a contest here in terms of the playoffs, unlike last year where we had a really, really wild finish. If you remember last year, three teams went down to the final day tied. So uh, they had the, uh, the three half games between them and uh, two teams came out of that with playoff cards. It looks like this year it's going to be a little bit different as Mag and David and Shalamis have really fallen behind the pack. Shalhevet, SKA, Bruria, and Ilan, barring any miracle runs by Mag and David and Shalamis, will be our four playoff teams in the B division. We'll update you on that as the season goes along. Looking at the games for the coming two weeks, only four games on the slate. Monday night, we'll have four teams in action. Elon traveling to SKA to do battle, and we'll, and Shalamis will uh, travel to Mag and David. Next Monday night, Shalhevet will go to Mag and David, and Elon will travel to Bruria on Tuesday night. Moving over now to Girls JV, um, two games on the week, so a little bit easier to deal with. Uh, SAR defeating Kushner 41 to 16. SAR improves their record to 3 and 4. Still three losses behind Maya Note and Frisch at the top of the division. They're firmly in control of the third seed though, and barring any major runs by Kushner uh, now at 1 and 5 for Bruria at 0 and 4. Again, this is in the West. Uh, they will likely finish in that spot. Central and North Shore also faced North Shore defeating Central 50 to 27. The Central loss puts them on the brink of elimination. A win by Hafter, Ramaz, or Flatbush, or any loss by Central, and those teams are short of a playoff spot. North Shore now opens up a two-game lead on the rest of the pack in the division with six victories. Taking a look at the standings in girls JV, start out in the East this time. North Shore, like I said, six and two. Hafter, Ramaz, and Flatbush all with four wins. Hafter at four and two, Ramaz at four and three, Flatbush at four and three, and Central at zero oh and six. Out west, Maya Note and Frisch both with one loss. Maya Note five and one, Frisch at four and one, 
SAR following behind them in third, like I said, comfortably in third at three and four. Kushner behind them at one and five, and Breweria still looking for their first win at 0 and four. Will they get it tomorrow night when they face SAR? We'll see that game in Breweria at 7:30. Also on the week, Wednesday night having Wednesday night having two games. Frisch will travel to Kushner while Flatbush hosts Central. Saturday night we'll have Kushner facing Breweria. Next week, three games, two of them Monday night. Uh, Maya Note will host Frisch and Hafter will host Central. And next Saturday night, the second, Breweria will host Frisch. So uh, ample opportunity for Flatbush and Hafter to get the job done for the rest of the East in order to round out the playoff teams. After that, it will be all about the seeding. Moving over now to Girls A. Girls A on the week had uh, several games, starting out in the East. Ramaz and Heschel doing battle. Ramaz defeating Heschel 43-22. to Jasmine Levine scoring 11 in the win for Ramaz. Brianna Rubenstein and Lulik Haber contributing with 10 and 8 uh, for each of them. Marley Storch dropping 10 in the loss for Heschel. Uh, Ramaz would have another game on the week. They'd face Hank and defeat Hank 29-22. to Levine once again leading Ramaz to victory, scoring 10 of the Rams' 29 points. Rachel Fellows, the bright spot for the Hurricanes, scoring 8 in the loss. With the two wins, Ramaz is 5-4 and four and on the cusp of clinching a playoff berth. They won't be able to catch Flappish at the top of the division and would need a lot of help to catch Hafter. So the defending champs will likely finish in the third seed, barring a run by Central down the stretch, or a really bad Ramaz stumble. Speaking of Hafter and Flatbush, both teams were victorious this week, Hafter defeating Heschel 45-20, and Flatbush dropping Hank 54-16. So, the two teams were still undefeated going into today's matchup, a huge game on a grand showcase, the court at the Barclays Center. If you remember last year where the boys' teams for these two schools had the privilege of playing on the NBA court, today the girls' squads got the same chance, despite it being an 8 a.m. tip-off. We'll have a result for you next time here on the Court Report. Heading out to the West, Frisch defeated Breweria 49-46 in a battle for seeding at the top of the Western Division. Breweria with the loss, but picking up a win over Westchester, falls to 4-2, one game behind Hillel, who also defeated Westchester, and two losses behind both Frisch at 5-0 and SAR at 7-0, after SAR bounced Kushner by 28. Hillel and Frisch squared off today, so one of those two teams will achieve their sixth win. A loss for Hillel squares them back up with Breweria in anticipation of their head-to-head matchup this coming Wednesday in Breweria. A Hillel win leaves SAR as the only undefeated team in the West who Breweria will attempt to knock off tomorrow night. Looking over at the standings for the girls, A. Flatbush and Hafter both coming into today uh, undefeated. Flatbush at 8-0, Hafter at 7-0. Both clinched a playoff berth. Um, Ramaz at 5-4, North Shore at 4-6, Central at 500 at 3-3. Hank at 1-6, and, and Heschel at 0-9. Moving over to the West, SAR and Frisch undefeated. SAR at 7-0, Frisch at 5-0. Hillel at 5-1, Breweria 4-2, Mayanote 2-5, Kushner 1-7, and, and Westchester 0-9. Looking at the games for the week, tomorrow night, Breweria will host SAR, while Hank hosts Heschel. Wednesday night, we'll see a triple set of games, Breweria hosting Hillel, Kushner hosting Frisch, and Central at Flatbush. Saturday night, we'll have Kushner hosting Breweria. Next week, uh, five games. Monday night, we'll have Central at Hafter and Frisch at Maya Note. 
and Wednesday night we'll see Hank and Hafter and Hill and Frisch, and next Saturday night, the second, we'll have Breweria hosting Frisch. Once again, you are listening to the Court Report on the Nachum Siegel Network. I am your host, Elliot Weiselberg. We are sponsored by Crown Trophy of Brooklyn. Crown Trophy of Brooklyn has been servicing the Yeshiva League for over a decade. If you need anything in terms of plaques or trophies, please give them a call at 718-769-4111. Let's move on to the hockey leagues now. Start off in the JV Hockey League. In the East, Hafter defeating North Shore 8-0. Hafter has now put together three wins in a row since the start of the month and will look to continue over the next week as they near the end of their schedule. They play two games this week, Rambam on Wednesday, and an important crossover game with TABC on Sunday. Two wins will clinch a playoff berth outright. Uh, if not, they'll need help from other teams to help them get in. Now, obviously, it doesn't mean that they'll need help uh, for the rest of the season, just the means that other teams will need to lose in order for them to make it. But right now, they're sitting firmly in a playoff position. North Shore has now scored only one goal in their last five games since an eight-goal outburst against MTA early on in the season. And they've gone 0-4-1 in that stretch. The Stars will still have a shot at the playoffs, but won't play again for another two weeks when they'll take on YDE. Speaking of YDE, let's move over to the Central now, where we had the Thunder versus Thunder matchup. JEC and YDE did battle. JEC defeating YDE uh, 11-1 as a team. JEC scoring five shorthanded goals. So the win pushes them to 7-0, clinches a playoff berth, and they now only need four points to clinch the division title. Staying with them, though, was Flatbush, defeating Mag and David 2-1. Flatbush rebounding nicely after the loss to JEC. Jack Towell scoring both goals in the victory for Flatbush. Uh, again, uh, being played close by cross-rival, uh, cross-Brooklyn rival Mag and David. Another one-goal game, much like the other game that was played on the season. Flatbush improves to 5-1-0-1 to keep pace at the top of the division. Uh, Flatbush will look to pull closer with a game next Sunday against Shari Torah, but will then turn around and play two games over the next three nights to finish out their schedule. A big game against JEC on Monday night, that Monday night, and Rambam next Wednesday. In order to clinch a playoff berth, Flatbush needs two wins or a win and an SAR loss. To win the division, though, Flatbush needs to win out and get help from JEC's schedule, either Mag and David tomorrow or DRS in two weeks. Uh, the important game, though, is the one against JEC on the 28th. A JEC win will nail down the division for the Thunder. A Flatbush win gives them life, but a win out is a must and hope for help, as we said uh, just a minute ago. Out west, Frisch improves to four, uh, uh, improves to six and zero on the season, defeating Ramaz four nothing. Maury Bauer scoring twice, uh, Benji Feintuck adding one, and JJ Benheim adding one in the victory. Uh, Frisch improves to six and zero and is on the verge of clinching a playoff berth. They can do it with an SAR loss today or a win versus Rambam tomorrow. Double-edged sword though with the SAR TABC game today, uh, because an SAR win today over TABC and a win tomorrow by Frisch puts Frisch two points away from clinching the division. So they got to 
figure out which one works best for them. Would they rather clinch today with having a TABC victory but having to work two extra games to clinch the division, or would they rather uh, SAR win today and have the opportunity to uh, put it in a near lock with a win over Rambam tomorrow? Frisch, with the win, gets their first shutout of the year. Ramaz got the chance to rebound today, playing MTA at home, who they beat in their game before this one 4-1. to one. A win by Ramaz officially eliminates MTA, uh, although even if MTA were to win, 2-6 and six still is a long shot to make the playoffs, so... You know, Ramaz's loss will put them in that situation as well. So there really is another pick-your-poison between the two of them. Taking a look at today's games, the ones we don't really have scores for, Shari and Hank uh, playing. Hurricanes need to get back on the saddle after falling in key divisional game to Hafter. That game should be wrapping up about now in Brooklyn if it hasn't already. Uh, already mentioned the Ramaz MTA game, TABCSAR game, game going on right now. Many implications riding on this one. Six teams have playoff clinching scenarios over the next week or so that involve an SAR loss, as the Sting are that borderline team at this point. DRS, Hafter, Hank, Flatbush, Frisch, and TABC all in line to clinch uh, to clinch with. Uh, something that includes an SAR loss. It doesn't mean that all will clinch because of an SAR loss, just that it's involved in their clinching scenarios. Uh, a TABC win makes it simple. A win and therein, and DRS and Frisch are all rooting for the storm in this one. Taking a look at the standings on the weekend, we'll again take you through those playoff scenarios just so you get a better idea of them. Uh, looking at the Eastern Conference, DRS 6-0, 12 points, can clinch with a win or tie, or an SAR loss or tie. So again, SAR loss helps one team get in. Hafter is 5-1-0-1. They can clinch with a win this week and an SAR loss or tie, or a tie and an SAR loss. Hank at 3-1-0-2, 8 points, can clinch with two wins over the next two weeks and an SAR loss. North Shore at 2-5-1 with, with 8 points, uh, sorry, with, with uh, 5 points next, and Rombaum rounding out the division 1-2-1-1 with 4 points. Moving over to the Central, JEC at 7-0 has already clinched the playoff berth, becoming the first team to do so. Flatbush behind them at 5-1-0-1 can clinch with a win, an SAR loss or tie, or a tie, an SAR loss. YDE, Mag, and David, and Shari Torah far out of the division race at 2-6, and 1-6, and 0-5. And and Again, the Central, you have that divide there. You have JEC and Flatbush at the top, and YDE, Mag, and David, and Shari Torah just in the division. Moving over to the West, Frisch at 6-0 with 12 points. TABC 4-1-1, 9 points. Frisch wins, uh, Frisch clinches with a win or an SAR loss. TABC clinches with a win over SAR. SAR at 2-3-1 with 5 points. Ramaz at 2-5 with 4 points. MTA at 1-6 with 2 points. So just taking a look at the... Uh, at the playoff scenarios. Uh, again, with that, with the SAR, I, I guess we should wait for the SAR result before we really go through it, but it seems as if there are six or seven teams that are pretty much at that point where they're playoff bound. There are a couple of teams that look to be out of it. If you look at, if we take a look at the seven teams that right now have the scenarios, DRS, Hafter, Hank, 
JEC, Flatbush, Frisch, TABC. That's seven. So that happens. We're really looking at one spot remaining for a whole slew of teams. The teams that you can potentially consider out of it, even if not mathematically, uh, the the rest of the Central, YDE, Mag, and David, and Shari, the most that those teams can get, uh, outside of Shari, uh, depending on what happened with Hank, um, YDE and Mag and David, most they can get is 8, most Shari can get is 10, although they'd probably have to win a game before we can really count them as part of any playoff race. Ramaz at uh, 2 and 5, most they can get is 10 points. MTA at 1 and 6, most they can get is 8 points. Again, depending on what happens with SAR, though, uh, one of those two teams, especially Ramaz, who faces SAR twice down the stretch, could find their way back into consideration. But if you're looking at 8 points, you're really almost on the way out. So the, the teams that are sort of hanging in the middle that could make the, uh, the race for that final spot, assuming that the seven that we talked about make it, are, oddly enough, SAR and Rambam, the two teams in last year's JV Championship. What what an interesting uh, case of, uh, of how much different a year makes as to how what's the way those two teams are. And also North Shore is in that race, although barely. The most North Shore can get is nine points. And uh, they have YDE next, and I believe they finish off the season with Hank. So that Hank game takes on major significance. But if they only get seven points, then the truth is it's a race between Rambam and SAR, the two teams in last year's championship game. Will Rambam be able to rebound, having an extremely tough schedule? Again, they face Frisch tomorrow night. They still have to play DRS once. They still have to play Hank once. They'll finish off the season at Hank. They get Flatbush. So it's really an uphill battle for the Ravens. If, If SAR and pull out a couple of wins uh, and uh, you know maybe take a point or two over TABC today, get a couple of wins over Ramaz towards the end of the season, uh, looks as if SAR could slip into that final spot. Taking a look at the uh, games over the next couple of days, like we said today, there's already three games going on, MTA Ramaz, Hank Shari Torah, and TABC hosting SAR right now. Monday, tomorrow night, we'll have two games. JEC hosting Mag and David, and Frisch hosting Rambam. Again, Rambam looking to hang on and playing two games in three days. It'll be a key week, because two losses here, like I said, with as tough as their remaining schedule it is, it'll be extremely tough to make uh, the postseason again. Uh, Again, they'll also play Hafter on Wednesday night. Saturday night will be Hank and DRS, a rematch of an early season game that DRS won by one, the closest contest on the season, 2-1. to one. Two goals by freshman Yosef Adler in that win. Stellar goaltending by both Friedman, Jakey Friedman from DRS, and Eitan Rabanapur from Hank. Look for a repeat, as neither team has given up more than two goals uh, this season, and DRS still riding a four-game shutout streak. A Hank loss would make it tough for them to jump ahead of Hafter in the standings, so look for Hank to play with extreme urgency. Speaking of Hafter, they'll end up playing that next day, Sunday. Uh, Oddly enough, the varsity game is going to be next Saturday night, but Hafter and TABC will play next Sunday. Uh, As the standings shake out, this could potentially be a first-round playoff battle. Uh, This could be the deciding factor, this game, for who gets a home court in that game. Also on Sunday, Shari Tora will host Flatbush, and Flatbush will turn around and play JEC on Monday night, as we said, them playing three games in four days virtually. 
Rambam and DRS will also play next Monday night in a doubleheader. Shari Toro will uh, travel to YDE, although not really much of a travel between the two, and, and Frisch will host MTA. Then Wednesday night, Rambam will face off against Slatbush, and the following Sunday, uh, January 3rd, JEC will travel to well, sorry, will host DRS, a battle of two division leaders. Right now, both are undefeated, but with key divisional battles in between. Uh, the question is, will this game still be for the playoff positioning battle that we all hope it will be? Again, if both teams are undefeated, could be an interesting day. This will probably be JEC's toughest task of the year, and will really show where they stand and how the tops in the in the West would potentially do against the top. Well, I'd say this, well, the West, but the Central will, would potentially do against a high-octane opponent from the Eastern Conference. Taking a look at the JV rankings for this week, DRS still at number one, Frisch staying at two with the win over Ramaz, Hafter staying at three with the win over North Shore, Hank staying at four, TABC at five, JEC staying at six, Rambam at seven, North Shore uh, jumping from ninth to eighth with the loss to Hafter. That mostly because Flatbush dropping from eighth to ninth with the squeaker of a win over Mag and David. Uh, SAR drop, uh, stays at 10, Ramaz at 11, MTA at 12, YDE at 13, Mag and David stays at 14, and Shari Tora staying at 15. We're going to wrap up the show now with varsity hockey. Strange, before last week, season looked to be at a crossroad for the SAR Sting. Though 4-2, and two, taking it on the chin with losses to TABC and Frisch, both directly ahead of them and an extremely tough schedule ahead, the question became, would a top three seed even be attainable? And then the win over Hafter happened, and boy have things turned around for SAR. SAR coming into the week playing two big games, defeating Frisch 6-5 last Sunday night. The Sting avenged their loss to Frisch uh, earlier on in the season in a barn burner to jump ahead of the Cougars in the standings. SAR up 6-3 before Frisch scored two goals to make it a close game, but could not complete the comeback. Solomon Freilich scoring twice. Ellie Best, Shua Friedman, Jonah Halper, and Josh Rosenberg each added one in the win. But their week was not over, as Wednesday night saw the Sting travel out to DRS to complete their East stretch. In the only cross game of the week, DRS and SAR doing battle, uh, SAR winning 3 nothing. Uh, Freilich scoring the power play goal in the second to get SAR on the board, Rosenberg adding the insurance in the third, and Freilich adding an empty netter to cap off the scoring. So SAR sweeping East opponents, now looking like the well-oiled machine at 7-2, and two, and in a position to control their own destiny in getting opponents to have to take a trip to the rink in the playoffs. Today, the Sting face off with division-leading TABC. Will the momentum carry the Sting to a win against their division rivals? It would certainly put an interesting wrinkle into the standings in the West. A TABC win opens up a three-game lead on the rest of the division in the loss column, a pretty comfortable lead with the rest of the West set to beat on each other for the next month. Back to the West, Kushner dropping rival JEC 3-2 to to sweep the season series, Danny Blank scoring all three in the victory for the Cobras, and TABC dominated Westchester. Also to end off the week, 
Frisch blanked Ramaz six to nothing. Speaking of six to nothing wins, heading out to the east, where Rombaum dropped Flatbush in Flatbush six to nothing over the week. Harry Tannen recording the hat trick for the Ravens, Avi Orlau adding two. Charlie Altman recording the shutout in the victory for Rombaum. Interesting note, uh, Altman has played Flatbush four times over the past two years. In that span, Altman is four and zero and yielded a total of zero goals, winning two nothing, three nothing, and a zero zero tie last year. Flatbush will have one more chance to break through on Altman on December 30th at the return game in Rambam. Also on the week, uh, two three nothing losses for North Shore, a three nothing loss to Mag and David, and a three nothing loss for Hafter. Uh, with that, North Shore is one and eleven and pretty much done with their season. They'll be off now till after New Year's. Props are to Jack Tagerstein, especially hanging in on Hafter uh, with that three nothing game. Uh, with the way Hafter's been playing, that could have easily been a lot worse. Case in point was the game that the Hawks played this morning against Flatbush in Brooklyn, a 10:30 start for the two teams, and not a uh, not late enough or not really early enough, I guess, for Flatbush as Hafter trounced the Falcons eight nothing. Jake Berger with the hat trick for Hafter. Uh, Flatbush has now lost four of their last six and slid back from the race for the top two spots in the division. Hafter with the win has now improved to ten and one, clinched a playoff berth, as well as a first-round home game. Uh, they cannot get any less in second place, and a win over Rombaum on Wednesday and a Rombaum loss to Frisch or a win over TABC on Saturday, in addition to that win over Rombaum, will clinch the number one seed in the Eastern Division. Flappish at 7-4 and four is in the interesting position of being three games behind second place, but still four games up on fourth and fifth place. Uh, the schedule ahead is not a favorable one for them, uh, facing the RS and Rambam over the next 10 days before finishing up the season at Frisch after winter break. Quite a bit will need to fall right for the Falcons to advance in the standings board, and they'll need to work hard to ensure that they don't drop further towards the play-in game slots. Other games happening today, Solomon Schechter and Hank playing now. Hank trying to fend off Solomon Schechter one point behind them. A regulation win by the Hurricanes would put an end to Solomon Schechter's points run, as they've gotten all five of their points in the last three games. Last game that they played, though, the two played very close, a 2-1 Hank win. Uh, again, Hank in that pack with DRS tied at 3-5 and five behind Flatbush. So, uh... Hank Wynn will uh, will definitely get them a little closer to Flatbush as a result of today's loss. Speaking of close wins, Ramaz and JEC playing again today, a rematch of the 4-3 overtime Ramaz win a few weeks ago, so that should be a good one. And TABC and SAR, uh, that game uh, just ended probably, uh, I'd say about an hour ago, with the JV game probably playing now. Let's go take a look at the standings board for Varsity Hockey. Starting out in the East, again, Hafter at 10-1, 20 points at top of the division. Flatbush still in second in terms of, uh, in terms of their uh, points at 7-4 with 14 points. But Rambam still in a much better position at 6-1 with 12 points. DRS behind, uh, behind them, along with Hank again at 3-5. Hank, depending on today's game. Mag and David at 3-8. 
quickly falling out of it. Solomon Schechter, 2-5-0-1-1, five points, uh, three games in hand on Mag and David, and could still make uh, make a case for advancing in the East, as DRS and Hank both have six points, Solomon Schechter behind them with five, and North Shore rounding out the division at 1-11, and uh, two points, and are pretty much out of it at this point. Moving over to the West, TABC leading the way at 7-0, and uh, SAR right behind them at 7-2, and so both with 14 points, but TBC having two games uh, in hand, and uh, SAR having those two games as losses. Ramaz behind them at six and four with 12 points. Kushner and Frisch tied at five and three with 10 points. MTA behind them at four and five with eight points, also with eight points. But behind them in terms of uh, in terms of the standings board, JEC at three three zero oh, and two, and rounding out the division is Westchester at zero oh, and nine. Taking a look at the schedule for the week ahead. Monday night, we'll see Frisch do battle with Rambam. Both teams looking to keep pace with the top of their division. Rambam needs a win to put pressure on Hafter leading into their matchup on Wednesday night. Frisch, though, looking to not pick up loss number four with uh, with most of the division having three or less losses at this point. Uh, a loss for Frisch would really put a cramp in their efforts to host a first-round game. Uh, Mag and David and Solomon Schechter would also play tomorrow night. Wednesday night, Flappish and DRS. Flappish again looking to rebound. Flappish won 3-2 to two in the game in Brooklyn. Both teams really looking to get back in the wind column after disappointing shutout losses. Uh, again, Flappish taking the last two games as shutouts and DRS getting shut out by SAR. Hafter and Rambam also Wednesday night battle at the top of the, divi- uh, the division. Depending on the first game with Rambam, the winner of this could grab a tight hold on the division lead. If Rambam goes 2-for-2 two two on the week, Hafter will have a tough time taking the spot back with TABC coming up Saturday night and Rambam's upcoming schedule. Hafter won the first game, though, 6-1 to one in Rambam. Wednesday night we'll also see MTA traveling to Westchester to play that game. Saturday night... Marquee matchup of the season, the one everyone's been looking forward to, TABC at Hafter. Two teams at the top of their respective divisions, and in the anticipated finals battle. They've been uh, sort of jostling around the top of our of our standings, of our standings and rankings, and uh, the two of them, you know, there. This is this is what everybody thought preseason the championship would be for the last couple of years. Back with, back two years ago when they were in JV, it was the expected anticipated matchup. Rambam was able to uh, to take Hafter out. And to and to march their way to the finals, but this is a year where Hafter just has a team that really could get there, and so this showcase on Saturday night really could dis- uh, give us a, a little show as to what could happen. Only a few blocks down from where they'll be playing in in Hafter. Also Saturday night, Hank and DRS doing battle at uh, in the middle of the division. Next week, Rambam and DRS will play Monday night, a 3-1 game in Rambam a few weeks ago. This time, the game moves to the greenhouse, always a tough place for the Ravens to play. JEC and Frisch will face off on Tuesday night, Frisch winning the last game 5-2. Tuesday night, we'll also see Kushner and Hank in a cross-conference game. Wednesday night, we'll have Mag and David hosting DRS, Rambam hosting Flatbush, uh, looking to solidify at least a first-round bye. Uh, not a first-round bye, but a first-round home game. Flatbush looking to close the gap. Thursday night, we'll have JEC hosting TABC. And on Saturday night, TABC in action yet again, this time hosting Kushner. 
Moving over to the rankings board. Top of the rankings, TABC still at number one. Uh, the win over Westchester on the week. SAR with their big wins uh, over the last couple of weeks, uh, including the win over Hafter, the win over Frisch, and the win over DRS, have jumped from fourth all the way to second over Hafter. But Hafter making a strong case for it. They're blanking both North Shore and Flappish on the week, but they will stay in third. Frisch with the loss to SAR, uh, despite the win over Ramaz, dropping back to fourth, flip-flopping with SAR. Number five, Rambam staying the same with the win over Flatbush. Ramaz staying at six with despite the loss to Frisch. Flatbush staying at seven despite the loss to Rambam and Hafter. DRS at eight, at eight with the loss to SAR. Kushner staying at nine with the win over JEC. MTA staying at ten. JEC, despite the loss to Kushner because of uh, how well they played Kushner, they move up to the 11th spot from 12 and flip with Hank, who was idle on the week for today. And uh, Hank drops back to the 12th spot. Mag and David, North Shore, Solomon Schechter, and Westchester all stay in the 13th through 16th slot in varsity hockey. Before we wrap up, let's move back to our words from the Wise segment for the week. Again, taking the 100 best quotes of all time from Bleacher Report. Number 84, Jesse Owens. Jesse Owens, the uh, famed uh, Olympian from, uh, from the early 20th century. Um, in the end, it's extra effort that separates a winner from second place, but winning takes a lot more than that, too. It starts with complete command of the fundamentals, then it takes desire, determination, discipline, and self-sacrifice. And finally, it takes a great deal of love, fairness, and respect for your fellow man. Put all these together, and even if you don't win, how can you lose? I couldn't agree more. We we talk about sports as a game, um, as a game and a game within the game. In terms of the game, the actual on court uh, stuff, all of the things that it takes, as he said, the fundamentals, the desire, the determination, discipline, self sacrifice. You know, that's that's what we exert and actually show on the court. We we work our backsides off in order to make ourselves better, to put out a better product. But there's also the with the game within the game, so to speak, where we work on ourselves as human beings, the love, the fairness, respect for your fellow man. So we as players, especially in our league, we look to exemplify both ends. And as Jesse says, you know, if even if you don't win the game on the floor, if this is what you take out of it, if these key principles are what you take out of your time playing in the yeshiva leagues, whether it be hockey, basketball, soccer, tennis, baseball, whatever it is, really, you've already become a better human being, you've become a better Jew, you've become a better person, so you really haven't lost, and I think we need to keep that in perspective a lot more than just the wins and losses on the standing sports. Thank you, everyone, again, for being with us today here on The Court Report. Again, a reminder, next week there will be no new episode of The Court Report. We will be back again in two weeks following the new year. So please set your calendars to that, and then uh, we'll go over all the things we need to let you know about from those two weeks and the week heading into winter break. Uh, We'll have a lot more coming up, a lot more playoff uh, clinchers probably on the other side. So looking forward to that show.
until then, please enjoy the action over the next two weeks. I know several of the games that uh, we've that we've mentioned will be broadcast. I know SAR, TABC, Hank, all three of those schools have put together good broadcasts. After basketball broadcasts, so there'll be a lot of ways to enjoy the action, even without us being on there. But we look forward again to being back with you two weeks from tonight. If you missed any part of this or any episode this season, you can also catch the Encore presentation every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Or you can find the Court Report on iTunes or the Nachum Siegel Network app. Tomorrow morning, jam in the AM with Nachum Siegel from 6 to 9 a.m. live on the stream, NachumSiegel.com, or on your radio, 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, 91.9 FM, Rockland County. Once again, a huge thank you to our sponsors, Crown Trophy of Brooklyn. Please give them a call at 718-769-4111 for all of your plaque and trophy needs. For more of me, you can hear me every Tuesday morning on JM in the AM at around 7.20 with the Tuesday morning JM in the AM sports update. If you haven't visited the Court Report fan page on Facebook, please do so and click the Like tab. Let's get that number up. See you in two weeks. Have a happy, happy, and healthy New Year right here on the Court Report only on the Nachum Siegel Network. Hi, this is Elliot Weiselberg, host of The Court Report. Stay tuned for more amazing musical selections and programming only on the Nachum Siegel Network. NachumSiegel.com <laughs>